want to steal my secret to setting powerful boundaries in your life and at work. That's the topic of today's podcast. Let's jump in. After 20 years working in leadership, growth and transformation with businesses from startups through to leading corporates, I now help professionals to negotiate their salary and their experience at work so that you can make more money and live life on your terms. You could say, This is helping you to step into the CEO role of your own life. This is the CEO in you podcast with Melissa Hartman, and I am so glad you're here with me today. Let's dive into today's episode. Boundaries impact every aspect of our life. Like they impact what we do, what we don't do, who has access to us and and on what terms they have access to us. And these are another one of those really annoying things that No one got taught in school. This was not a conversation when I was at school and I really wish that it was. It would have been so powerful to have known this sooner. So today I'm spilling the tea. Here's the secrets on how I set powerful boundaries in my life at work, at home and everywhere else. Now here's the thing with boundaries. Boundaries are so often misunderstood. And this was explained to me beautifully by one of my yoga teachers. And she said, boundaries are not something designed to keep other people out. They're designed to create a space where you feel safe. Okay, that's a whole different way of thinking about boundaries than I had ever contemplated before. So boundaries aren't about keeping other people out. They're about creating a space where I feel safe. Now, boundaries can strengthen relationships. So often the message that we get is, oh, boundaries are about holding people away. But boundaries can strengthen relationships because every time we don't set a boundary that really in our heart of hearts we know we should be setting, we build up a little bit of resentment towards that person and we know that resentment is poison in relationships. And so by setting boundaries with people rather than just letting them do whatever they want, we're actually creating the space to have an ongoing positive relationship with that person because we are not building up resentment towards them over time. Now, one of the things that can be interesting about boundaries is that the people that have been the beneficiaries of you not setting boundaries will often be the ones that get very frustrated or angry with you when you start to set them because they were the beneficiaries of you not having any boundaries and now you're putting in things in place that are getting in their way. So that's something you will start to see that unfold if you start to put powerful and thoughtful boundaries in place in your life. You will see that the people that were the beneficiaries of you not having any boundaries are going to be the ones that start to complain or start to get very angry with you. So when that starts to happen, you can have a little chuckle in the back of your mind knowing that that was coming because that's how it tends to unfold in that situation. But the good thing about all of this is that, like anything, boundaries are something that we can practice. So we can get better at setting boundaries over time. And two things unfold from that. One is that the 
the original boundaries we set, we all of a sudden have more muscle tone for it. And so it doesn't feel as hard setting those boundaries anymore and holding those boundaries. And then the second thing that happens is that when we decide to set a new boundary in an area of our life, it doesn't, it's not as hard for us to set that new boundary because we've already got some muscle memory of what it feels like to set a boundary, what's going to be hard around it, where it's going to be sticky and where it might be a bit crunchy. Now, it's not to say that setting a new boundary won't be won't be difficult but it's to say that we've got some experience in it and we know how to we know how to do it we've we've played that game before so let's talk about how do we set boundaries there's a few different ways that we can set boundaries and it depends on if we're setting it with ourselves or if we're setting it with another person so first of all we can set a boundary with ourselves If we're setting a boundary with ourselves, what we are doing is putting in place supports to help us achieve or experience something that we want for ourselves. And so a boundary might be, uh, I don't work weekends. Uh, Another boundary that we might put in place is, I don't bring my phone into the bedroom at night. Another boundary that we might put in place is, I don't eat after 8 p.m. Now, you can put those boundaries in place for whatever reason you want. I'm not here to judge or to give you any reasons as to why you should or should not set certain boundaries. These are examples that you can play around with or choose your own, of course. Now, all of those boundaries are things that you can set for yourself. And so what we're doing when we then set that boundary is holding that boundary to support ourselves. Now, you might have noticed in the language I've said, I don't. And it's much more powerful for us to say, I don't do this, than it is to say, I won't do this. Because if you don't do something, it's just that it's just not something that's even a consideration. If you won't, then there feels like there needs to be a justification behind it. But it's just, oh, I don't do that. It's not something that I do. It's much more solid, easier to set a boundary. On the inverse, now all the examples I gave were I don't, you can absolutely set positive boundaries and I would encourage you to do so, such as I am a runner. I'm the kind of person that runs. I run every day. I'm a reader. I read. I read every day before bed. I read every night before bed. Whatever you want to use. Set those boundaries with yourself. Some of these you can also hear are identity things that we're hooking onto here really intentionally as well. So we be very clear on what the boundary is that we're setting and then we go about systematically putting in some steps behind that to support that. So examples of what that might look like. If it's that I am someone that reads before bed, it might be that you clear up your bedside table Set up your book there, set up your nightstand with a a lamp that's good for reading, set up a glass of water, make that a really inviting space and that's where you read every night. If it's I don't work weekends, you might choose to, as a friend of mine used to do, leave the work phone in the car over the weekend. Work phone doesn't come out of the car. 
or it might be that you don't open your emails over the weekend or you take your email off your phone, or you take your work email off your phone, all options available to you. But the key point here is how do you put things in place behind that boundary to support you achieving it? Now, let's talk about how you can set a boundary with someone else. And my favourite way of doing this, I learned from a doctor uh, who has a program called uh, Good Inside. Her name is Dr. Becky Kennedy. Uh, she is a doctor that helps with parenting. Uh, and it is extraordinary how much of the work she does applies to adults as well. So an effective boundary doesn't have another person having to do anything. An effective boundary is what you will do if a certain person does or doesn't do another thing. So let's talk through some examples. It might be, I am not comfortable with this conversation. If you continue talking about this topic, I will leave. A work example, I do not like being spoken to like that. If you continue to speak to me like this, I will need to end this meeting. Now, in both examples, the other person has a choice as to how they respond to it, but they don't have to do anything, okay? The first example, the person could continue to act in a certain way. The second example, they could continue to speak to you in a way that is not appropriate, but you are the one that will act. And what's important here is that you hold that boundary. And so if that person crosses that boundary and they do that thing that you ask them not to, then you follow through on that act. So first one, you will leave. The second one, you will end that call. And in both of those cases, you are just following through and acting in integrity with what you said you would do. You are very, very clear about the consequences of a person's actions. If you do this, then this will happen. And the other person has made the decision to act in a certain way. If they adjust their behaviour, then you can continue with the conversation, you can continue working in a certain way with them. If not, then all you need to do is follow through on what you said you were going to do. And that following through part can feel really scary. I just want to take a moment to acknowledge that here. That can feel really scary, particularly when we are considering different levels of power, we're considering there's often money in the mix, there's emotions, there's feelings, there's a whole lot going on in the mix, can feel very overwhelming and scary at that point in time. And I would encourage you to do whatever you need to do to support yourself through those feelings and that experience and follow through with what you said you were going to do as best as you can. And we follow through because it means that we're in integrity with our own words. And the power and the confidence that comes from that will fuel you to continue to take steps to take control of your own life and your own experience of it. So, yes, it can be scary. And this is one of those things where we really need to draw deep on our courage and move through this period of extreme discomfort to hold our boundary. Now, one of the things that can be very interesting that unfolds once we have started to 
hold these boundaries and to follow through on our actions is that other people start to value us more. And this is something really unexpected for me when I started setting boundaries in my own life. Um, many of you will know that I started setting boundaries in my own life because I was going through a really difficult time and, frankly, there was no other way that I knew to survive that situation rather other than to set really powerful boundaries around what I would and wouldn't do. So finding out then that I would be more respected by others when I was setting boundaries was very much a surprise to me. And in hindsight, I realised it's because I was respecting myself and acting in integrity with what I needed at the time and what I needed to be able to th to survive and then thrive through that situation. And what I expect will unfold for you is much the same, is that you start to take some little baby steps in setting boundaries that support you in living the life in the direction that you want to be living in. And then all of a sudden other people around you start to look at you differently and start to value you more because you are a person that values yourself. You're not wasting time and energy on things that don't matter to you. And so all of a sudden other people start to see you differently and value your contribution more. It's fascinating to see this unfold and I can't wait to hear how it unfolds for you. If you'd like to spend some more time with me working through what actually matters to you and what you value and how to go about getting it, you can go over to my website. It's salarytool.com forward slash 2024. Now I've created a free tool for you, which is an anti-New Year's resolutions workbook. So this one is about working out what matters to you really and not what you've been told should matter to you, not what anyone else thinks should matter to you, but actually in your heart of hearts, what do you care about? What matters to you? What makes your heart sore? So you can jump on over to salarytool.co forward slash 2024 and check that out. Now, the other thing to be aware of is very soon I am going to be launching my program, which is the Ultimate Salary Negotiation Toolkit, where I help professionals to make more money and live life on their terms by negotiating at work. So if you want to be the first to hear about that when doors will open, you can jump on the waitlist. That is salarytool.co forward slash waitlist and you'll be the first to know when we launch the program and get a whole stack of bonuses alongside it. So I look forward to seeing you over there. You have been listening to the CEO in you podcast with Melissa Hartman, where we talk about how you can negotiate your salary and experience at work so that you can make more money and live life on your terms. Thank you so much for being here with me today. I look forward to seeing you again very soon. Take care.